wait no longer. Greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, if you're listening to this show, you can find us on whatever podcast service of choice or the video version at YouTube at the Trophy Room Show. If you like what you hear, please consider dropping us a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts. Plop us a follow or review on Spotify or toss us a buck our way over at patreon.com slash ps trophy room so with all that said with all that out of the way the greatest co-host whoever is whoever will be mr kyle stevenson how are you sir i'm doing swell yeah uh yeah other than the two-hour commute this morning to work uh doing great i did i i finally fulfilled a, a goal of mine for the last week or so um i've been so far behind and i wanted to i didn't want to talk to our guests about this beforehand oh because i know we share this interest oh um i've been behind on critical role so i made it a point to catch up me too yeah i, I made it i made it a point to catch up so i'm finally catch up caught up uh so i can now hopefully wait stay up and mm-hmm. watch live every thursday it's always yeah. tough and that voice you just heard is the host of Podcast Beyond and fellow critter himself, Jonathan Dornbush. How are you, sir? Beyond. I don't normally get the critter yeah. intro, but I appreciate yeah. it. I know. Yeah. Right I'm off shocked the top. that he knew that, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, like, I, I'm proud of myself. Yeah. It, I feel like it's the one thing that you see at this point if you don't follow Critical Role. It's, yeah, it's sure. Probably, that and Is It Thursday Yet would be I, probably absolutely. the like. Don't know that one. Don't Fair know. enough. <laughs> Jonathan, <laughs> what's going on, man? How are you? I'm doing well. I'm mostly wondering, um, do you take the Southern State Parkway to get to work or like what what highway are you taking? Oh, I'm as a long time, uh, long time, all the time, Long <laughs> Island resident. Uh, I real bad at road names. That's fine. T- it's uh, Sunrise, I think, is what oh, I OK. Sunrise. Yeah, they're pretty yeah. cool. I, yeah. Sunrise was often, I think, for me, the, mm-hmm. the go to. But I get yeah, it. Yeah, it's it stinks. It's real yeah. bad. Bumper to bumper. <laughs> Uh, I've been in the bad ritual of listening to Shock Shock Radio, morning radio in the morning. Oh, Z100 or? Yeah. Uh, it, the morning zoo? Beach. 101, 101. Okay. The beach, I think. It's just ridiculous hearing people like, obviously, I think it's mostly staged. Yeah. But it, <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. It, it, but like the second date updates where they're like, hey, I can't get a second date. Here's why. And find out like he's. <laughs> He dated a ghost for like three months and then set that on a date. I was like, oh, okay. I, so I have not listened legitimately. I have not listened to the radio since like the advent of the podcast. (laughs) Like I've been just, is Elvis Duran still doing it? I think so. Good for him. dude. I assume that man will never die. Yeah, he's just a staple. (laughs) I used to, in middle school, my friends and I used to love to prank call Z100 after work. No way. After after school. We would constantly call it. We got on the the air like once or twice, but we would would do it as like a group call back in the day where like phone conferencing was an exciting thing of technology. (laughs) And we would do that all the time, every day. And basically we would try to request songs, but we would be different people every time. And we would often end up being like, families bickering while on the line with each other so like one of us would play the kid and then the like the mom or the dad would answer and be like what are you doing on the phone get off who are you talking to and (laughs) we would just try to mess with the person who's receiving the call and probably they got this all the time oh yeah and we were probably terrible like we were just goofy like 12 year olds Mm -hmm. there that was probably there do you guys have battle toads 
Yes. Like, oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> every every ex-GameStop employee is hurting right now, <laughs> just hearing the word. Mm-hmm. Jonathan, listen, they, everybody knows you from IGN. Everybody knows you from Podcast Beyond. I want you to do a little bumper for your oh. Persona podcast that yes. you do. Yes. Take it away. Uh, so we're actually right on a, a break at the moment, but it's the perfect time to jump in uh, because my my fellow coworker at IGN, Tom Marks, and I, um, we did, it's it's not an IGN show, it's, it's the thing we did on our own. It's called Take Your Time. Uh, we were both really big Persona 5 fans. We really love the game. Uh, and I hadn't gotten to play Persona 5 Royal at one point. And the, the funny thing about Tom and I was we played it at different points. And so we never really got to be like, Oh, I'm, I just did this. Oh, I just did this and have that sort of connection that we always wanted to. So we were like, what if we just played the game again together? And then we were like, what if we played it in real time? So Take Your Time is us. We started last April, April 2021, and basically played along with the calendar. So we played like week by week with the in-game calendar because it's it's a real world calendar. Yeah. And we would play and do a show every week. And we did. It actually worked out perfectly. We did not plan this. The run of playing through Persona 5 Royal took 50 episodes. And so we have a perfectly neat 50 episode arc that you can listen to that we totally designed as like you know people jumped in and were listening binging it or like catching up and doing all that stuff but we designed it as a thing like if you're interested in persona 5 royal and want people who are talking about it to to have some you know thoughts going around some some fun like easter eggs and trivia we basically made it as a thing that's like a companion piece for playing along so no matter when you jump in or wanting to revisit it uh take your time is there it's on youtube.com slash dronology and then you know on all podcast services we we had a really fun time making it it was a silly way to play a video game but it, it really let us like uh, dig into it. Our friend Barrett Courtney called it the longest spoiler cast in history, and I think that <laughs> that sums it up pretty well. I think that's, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. As uh, really cool. uh as someone who's never, I, I I always get to the fifty minute mark, humble brag, and then I exit out of Persona. I'm always I always feel guilty because so many people are like, Joe, this is like literally one of the best RPGs ever made, and I'm like, all right, I so I need to get back into it. I think April is the time. I mean, we promised the people that we would get back into it. I promise a lot of things. To I got people. halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> it's there are there are definitely like not pain points, but points where it's like the the pacing can start to kind of get to you. Yeah. Where where that was almost what helped with the show was playing a little bit each week. Was like, mm-hmm. okay, I know I am just playing for two hours this week, or I know yeah. I'm just playing for an hour, or, or if it's a palace week, a, lo- a longer amount of time. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, our hope was that the show would help people along with some of those quieter weeks where maybe you're just kind of lost in doing free time stuff and, and not really sure what you're doing. Yeah. We hoped the show would kind of be like a good companion because playing a hundred plus hour game can be an isolating experience. For Trust sure. me, I've been playing Eldering. I know all yeah. about that isolating <laughs> <Yeah>. experience. <laughs> well, that's awesome, man. Everybody check out Take Your Time. I think I will be too when I start actually digging in that game because yeah a little bit like playing it a little bit chunk and then listening to the show playing a little chunk listening to the show i feel like that's going to be the pace for me and i will say before we we can stop doing this plug uh (laughs) we uh we didn't want to wait because we were just excited to do it but the calendar actually lines up perfectly this year i believe so i think you can jump in this april and literally play it where like April 15th is a Friday and it's also a Friday in game. Like something, I forgot what exact days, but I think it lines up perfectly this year. That's awesome. That's awesome. That said, gang, this week is probably one of the biggest weeks in PlayStation in a very long time, because this week in particular, we are talking about PlayStation Spartacus. It's finally 
been revealed and it is now the new and improved the revamped playstation plus tier systems and this episode we are breaking down all the news surrounding this major announcement before we get into it though a little bit of housekeeping um we got you know when you guys send us your five-star reviews whether it's on spotify or you when you write us a review on apple Podcasts, it really does hit us it's like the serotonin we need to keep this show rolling this week i i, I read an email from a fan all the way from wales and it was the serotonin that I needed for this whole year. <laughs> so I got an email from Sharon over from Wales, and she says, a request rather, I'd really love for you to shout out my fiance, Rick Arrington, for that his birthday is on April 1st. He is the best stepdad of our three children, and I can't wait for our wedding on May 7th. I think he'd love a birthday shout out from you guys, especially as he's uh totally wouldn't be expecting me to get in touch with you. Uh, and I said, absolutely. Like, sure, let's, yeah. let's do this. Like it was not even a question in my mind. Mm -hmm. So I said, Sharon, what should we say to Rick Arrington other than just happy birthday, Rick? And I'm sorry that your birthday's on April 1st. It's not a joke. It's serious. Happy birthday. He happy says, birthday. she says, if you can just say that me, Ella, Charlie, and Sam appreciate everything he does for our family and that I cannot wait to be his wife. Uh, but if you could stop doing, and this is the greatest thing, the <laughs> creepy VR beat saber dancing when I'm around, that would be great. Thank you so much, guys. You're uh, you're the best, and honestly, you have made such a difference in our life. Please come to the wedding if you fancy a trip to Wales. That'd be great. That'd be great. Happy I birthday, I can't commit Rick. to it, but that'd be great. Yeah, they'll they'll probably Kevin Smith me out of that airplane. I am <laughs> too large and in charge. But yeah, happy birthday, Rick. Yes. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Awesome. That is that is such a sweet email. I just I needed to get out there, Rick. It's wonderful. It, it's it sounds like this girl she she has a crush on you. You know. Yeah. Also, anybody planning a wedding, I do now expect to be invited. <laughs> Filet mignon is my dish. Salmon second. If you give me the vegan dish, I will. Joe, are you a dancer at weddings? No. Oh, okay. Forbid it. I, I just, I, I'm the guy that sits <laughs> in the corner. Forbid it. Yeah. I'm the guy that's like waiting for the chocolate fondue fun. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. Okay. All right. Now it's time for our Patreon uh, Patreon pitch. Of course, if you like what we do here, uh, it really does help us out. It's the reason why we look so good. We sound so great um, is because your generosity over at patreon.com slash PS trophy room. I want to thank our newest patrons, Jesse Garcia at the silver plus tier and Lord of Shadows 92 on the bronze tier. I want to thank our platinum producers, Todd Berwitz and Toxic. I want to thank our gold members, Spam and Bam and Too Soon, Gavin Gaffrey, Jose Jimenez, Jedi Master Red, Metal Kirby, Awesome Dave, Robbie Bobby Miller, Struble's and Bits, and Chaotic Monkey. And I want to thank our Silver Plus tiers, or members, uh, Hide Indoors, Nakachaka. Marcus O'Neill, oh, it's just Ray, JB the Purple Monkey, Jadis Vaughn Metal, Tim Ulf, Justin Rodriguez, Cypher Primus, Captain Logan, Todd Roper, Brenton Zachary, Kay Grimm, Rick Arrington, again, happy birthday, Dewani Raksha, The Good Sir, Trucker Sloth, Misery, Mrs. Nasty Boots, Drellish, Foolish Fuji, Andy Daydow, Kevin Mitchell, Kevin Diaz, Manx Vizia, The Lord, Corgi, Elo2032, Stephen Flesh, <laughs> Jinx the 12th, <laughs> soon to be 13th, and Bobby, Bubble Boy, and Seven. Thank you all so much for your generosity. Again, it's your patronage that really does keep the lights on. So thank you all so very much. Kyle, 
It's enough of the pleasant trees. It's time to get down to the brass tacks. That is time to square up Spartacus. Take it away, Ooh. good sir. Spartacus is being squared up courtesy courtesy of the PlayStation blog. PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now come together. Players can choose from three flexible options. Today, we are pleased to share with you official news about changes coming to our subscription services. This June, we're bringing together PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now and an all-new PlayStation Plus subscription service that provides more choice to customers across three memberships membership tiers globally our focus is on providing high quality curated content with a diverse portfolio of games below is an overview of the three membership tiers first one up is playstation plus essential you get two monthly downloadable games exclusive discounts cloud storage for saved games online multiplayer access and there are no changes for existing playstation plus members in this tier Second option is PlayStation Plus Extra. The benefits are provides all the benefits from the Essential tier and adds a catalog of up to 400 of the most enjoyable PS4 and PS5 games, including blockbuster hits from our PlayStation Studios catalog and third-party partners. Games in the Extra tier are downloadable for play. And then the most expensive option is PlayStation Plus Premium, and the benefits are provides all the benefits from Essential and Extra Tiers, adds up to 340 additional games, including PS3 games available via cloud streaming, a catalog of beloved classic games available in both streaming and download options from the original PlayStation, PS2, and PSP generations. Offers cloud streaming access for for original PlayStation, PS2, PSP, and PS4 games offered in the extra and premium tiers in markets where PlayStation Now is currently available. Customers can stream games using PS4 and PS5 consoles and PC. And time-limited game trials will also be offered in this tier so customers can try select games before they buy. At launch, we plan to include titles such as Death Stranding, God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, Mortal Kombat 11, and Returnal. We're working closely with our imaginative developers from PlayStation Studios and third-party partners to include some of the best gaming experiences available with a library that will be regularly refreshed. More details to come on the games we'll have on our new PlayStation Plus service. When the new PlayStation Plus service launches, PlayStation Now will transition into the new PlayStation Plus offering and will no longer be available as a standalone service. PlayStation Now customers will migrate over to PlayStation Plus Premium with no increase to their current subscription fees at launch. Mm. Mm. That's a lot there. And the one thing that I do want to mention is the bronze tier. Uh, or should have been should have been the trophies. Damn it! Uh, we we had that exact same discussion yep. on Beyond. Was like it's right there. It's right there. It's, it's right in front of you. You know what? We're we're not calling it essential. We're not calling it extra. We're calling it how we're seeing it. Uh, the bronze version is your standard PlayStation Plus. Have we all know it? Nine ninety nine monthly. People kind of get lost in the sauce there. If you pay that yearly fee, which you can, it is $59.99 for the year. Uh, PlayStation Plus Extra, again, the silver tier, uh, <laughs> is $14.99 monthly, nine, uh, $99.99 yearly, so 100 bucks. And then let's just skip gold. Let's go straight for the plat. Uh, the premium version is $18 monthly and $120 yearly. Now, there's a lot there, but there's something that there isn't. So this comes straight from Jim Ryan, uh, and it's called Our Games Would Suffer If They Went Straight to PlayStation Plus. This comes from Christopher Dring over at gamesindustry.biz. But what the service doesn't include, unlike its main competitor, are new first-party games at launch 
uh, at the service at the same exact time as they come out in retail. Quote, we feel like uh, we are in a good virtuous cycle with our studios, explains uh, PlayStation CEO Jim Ryan, where the investment delivers sex, such success that it enables yet more investment, which delivers yet more success. We like that cycle. We think our gamers like that cycle. He continues, in terms of putting our own games on that service or any of our service upon release, as you well know, this is not the road we've gone down in the past, and it's not the road that we're going down with the new service. We feel like if we were to do that with our games uh, that we make at PlayStation Studios, that virtuous cycle will be broken. <laughs> God damn it, Jim. The level of investment that we need to make in our studios would not be possible. And we think that the knock-on effect on the quality of games that we would make would not be something that gamers want. Now, I got a lot of information hitting you guys at once. So let's take it away with this question. But it's a question to start a question. Jonathan, how do you feel about the word banger? Does it disgust you as much as it disgusts me? <laughs> Um, you know, it doesn't disgust me as perhaps other words that might come up. Uh, it doesn't disgust me as much as those, but uh, it's not a thing I feel like I have the the cool factor to say. Mm. I think like there's a certain level of just off the cuffness with which you yeah. can call something a banger that I don't think I can do. Yeah. Uh, but I respect those who can. Is, yeah. is kind of my stance on it. I I respect that answer, but I think it's uh, I think the word's vile. Uh, it's just Fair a enough. bad Fair it's enough. a bad adjective to describe something great. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I had to say it. Your uh, replacement is not nearly as. Oh no, I think slanger is <laughs> utmost quality. Can I awesome. Leave the call now. Or... <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Awesome. Dave writes in with the announcement of the revamped PlayStation Plus. I have but one question banger or not i think the new tiers are god come on dave not so many times all right i say it once and not twice uh new tiers are bangers maybe oh even slanger bangers i'll take that i'll take it and i look forward to see the catalog of games that are available so guys uh, i'll toss it over to you jonathan real quick what is your thoughts on this service as you see it right here right now no day and date playstation studios games um, I, so on that point, I never expected them, uh, not just from the reports, but I just don't, and we can get into like where I think the philosophy is and where you yeah. guys think it is, but I just, I've never expected that day one for a thing. I don't think the, the door is closed permanently. And I think it may be something that happens in the future, probably most likely if, uh, the industry continues to move toward a subscription first model, but until that happens and until PlayStation sees a dramatic drop off in their sales, they're not going to change that. Now that, you know, I'm not saying that that's the right course necessarily, yeah. but I just think that is the reality of where we're at with their, their business models. But in terms of these tiers, I think, they make sense for what they're doing, but it's all going to come to like, I, I wish I could say it's the best or the worst thing. I think at the end of the day, it's somewhere in the middle and yeah. we're really not going to know the value until we know the libraries. Once we, once we know the libraries and we understand when those libraries are going to get refreshed, what third party, you know, day one exclusives might happen because they don't close the door to that. And I think they probably will need those. Yeah. We, we don't know any of that. And I think that's going to determine how valuable a service this is to players and to what specific players. Cause I think different people will get different things from this. Yeah. I, I, I think you're dead on there. It's just 
to me, I, I feel like this service does hold promise. It's just the way this service has been rolled out is weird because it's it's pretty much them going, so this is how much money it's going to be. And then going, okay, but like, what games are going to be here? Uh, maybe like God of War, Returnal, Miles Morales. Okay, well, like, but you said like, you, you got like 397 more. Uh, well, talk to you in, in June. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and, and that, it, it leaves us with these numbers that we can easily compare to a service that has content, which is Game Pass. And we can, we can, you know, some of us will be going, yikes, you yeah. know? And, I, and I, I, I don't know if that's the rollout they anticipated. I don't think it's ideal. I yeah. think the, the, again, the boring business reality of it is, is the reason we got this is because their fiscal year closes in two yep. days. And, they can now say in their fiscal reports and to investors, hey, in this next coming year, we have a brand new enhanced revenue stream. It's built on what we've done that's successful with PlayStation Plus, but it can be even bigger. And they just need to be able to tell them that in the coming yep. week. Uh, but I, I totally agree with you. I don't think this was the best way to reveal it. And I wish they had even done like, here's 50 or even 25 of the games you can expect. Here's just exactly. a nice little video package. Yeah. You know, um, you know what they do with the instant game collection, just like give us exactly. something. So Kyle, I I'll go, I'll go over to you. How do you feel about this service thus far? Because a few episodes back, we were like, if this is their true competitor to the, the competition, we're going to see a nice little state of play. We're going to see a nice little five minute, 10 minute mm -hmm. thing of like, here's this new service and why you need it. And if it is not that we're going to get a blog post. And we got the blog post, Kyle. We did. So where is where's your energy now? Um, come come this reveal. My energy is weird because like I'm happy it's here. Mm -hmm. I, I I really do think it is a good service overall. It really is just like taking PS Now and making it into PS Plus. That really yeah. is what it is essentially. Um, it is weird that we don't know any of the games. Like I, I've the thing that we we've said and I've said on the show is like. As long as the backwards compatibility stuff, which is still not perfect, um, they need to lean on the history of PlayStation. And the, what PlayStation has over the competition is the vast library of games across a lot of really good consoles. Yeah, And we get it somewhat, but still, there's still too much gray area. Like, I, I, can't, I can't say for sure, like, hey, the... Uh, what was it called? The Platinum, the Premium tier is awesome because we have PS1, PS2, PS3 via streaming and PSP games, which is cool. I was not expecting PSP. I was not I expecting it. That was really nice. Yeah. Um, like that should be just a slam dunk. And the fact that we don't know which games are there and how much of it is like the shovelware of PS1 or that equivalent is. Yeah. Like what, I want to know that what, I can play Tomba and Star to... Ocean too. Like I, exactly. I, I want all these like for sure nostalgic yeah. and Brave Fencer Musashi, like these nostalgic games that I remember playing on my first video game console ever. Are we gonna get an Ape Escape or are we gonna get a Gex a Gecko? Exactly. Obviously, Gex was better. Jersey Devil, I we mean, get that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Both I mean, that guys. is I, that is one of the wild things of you know. I do wish they had been a little more forthcoming with the library, especially on that classic stuff, because. Unless a code has been lost to time, I don't think there's any valid reason not to have any 
every first party game yeah, from yeah. those consoles on here. Yeah, again, me not knowing the full technical know-how of all this stuff works, but it's like if they have working versions of those games that they've sold on the PS3 and you can still buy on the PS3, all of those and and are on ps now all of those have to at minimum be here i think mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's gonna be weird not seeing spyro crash there. that's gonna be for sure yeah, yeah. uh so okay and I, I i'm right there with you guys i feel like again a lot of promise this has the opportunity to be good and i, I like like jonathan what you said Definitely, there's going to be some third-party and indie stuff, which we'll get to in a sec, that's going to come day and date to this service. And that's the thing that's going to excite me. And I, and I think even Jim Ryan left the door open for those games as service games to maybe even you know come to this service as well. It, it's, again, it's just the presentation that's, that's strange. And it is just because they got a fiscal, you know, uh, what is it? Quarter ending. Uh, that, yeah, the quarter in the year. And that said, I feel like the biggest controversy between all of this isn't in the PlayStation community, from what I've seen, isn't the day and day because yeah, we were all expecting that since you know Jason broke it, broke that story back in December. It's really the way that they've handled the PS3 emulation and the premium tier of things. So I got two questions that kind of culminate into one here. We got one from the Muffin Man who says this. Do you think PlayStation would have been better off with a two-tiered system just based on PlayStation Plus and the extra tier, but with the PlayStation 3, PSX, PS2, and PSP games in that tier? The third tier just seems to be getting the most backlash from what I've seen, and I think consolidating them would have been the better move. And then Arcano writes in, do you think the two and three? Uh, third tier deluxe is a good option in my opinion while game pass uh, is sorry relying on streaming and an all-in-one package on many countries around the world who doesn't have the bandwidth yet so the second and third tier deluxe playstation plus is a good choice and maybe uh maybe will be more popular because there are no features in that service that I will not be using, AKA streaming. So yeah, the one thing that Arcano hits at here is their third tier and places that don't have PlayStation now is gonna have a a quote unquote deluxe tier, which is no streaming, which means essentially no PS3 here. So do you guys think theoretically, if this was just a two tiered approach, you have, you know, PlayStation Plus as we know it, and then PlayStation Extra, would that have kind of lessened the blow a little bit here? Or do you think the prices of all these are relatively fair and it's it's fine? It's really just the handling of backwards compatibility. I'll go with Kyle here first on this one. Uh, sorry, I'm a little distracted. My mouse stopped working. I'm trying Uh-oh. to get to work. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I think the pricing is fair. Uh, I think it's... It's not as egregious as I think a lot of people are making it out to be. Yes, it is on top of other subscription services already, and people are already spending a lot of money on those kinds of things. So any change in money that you are paying for something is is always going to be a tough pill to swallow. Uh, But it like like I said before, it really is just now into the PS Plus branding. Like if you paid for them separately, you would be roughly paying the same price. Um, that you would under here so it's not those of us that have been doing that already it's not that big of a deal yeah and i feel like there's little improvements as well to the playstation now service so like every game here is downloadable except for the ps3 games which is a very nice improvement and and also i i can't i can't scroll up to to reread here um the 
what does that do for the instant game collection? That's another. Is that's that now that's in the, sticking around. It's, that it's is, sticking yeah, around. They, so. they, okay. they actually, we reached out about that, and they confirmed that the PlayStation Plus collection is still going to be there for PS Plus okay. members. It's, it's not changing. Yeah. I was wondering if they were going to roll that into the middle tier and, and I, keep it in there. I feel like when it comes to the price again, the reason why there's so much talk about is it too expensive or not is because we just literally don't know what games are going to be hitting on this on this service uh, on day one. But the one thing that Jim Ryan kind of clapped back with was two thirds of people that own PlayStation Plus are yearly subscribers. And I feel like the $18 is really scary. And honestly, when I look at it, I'm like, oof. But when you take a look at the yearly price, of everything all together, it's 120 bucks, which is actually not that bad. It's actually when you break it down, it's only like 10 bucks a month at that point. So when I looked at it that way, as someone who does buy annually, I'm like, actually, now the premium tier looks actually way more attractive than I thought it was. Because that, that $18 base, that is that is shocking. But it is relatively, when you look at the annual side of which I do, it is actually not as bad as what I think a lot of the echo chambers are kind of making it out to be. But what, what say you, Jonathan, do you think this pill would have been easier to swallow if it was like two tier or do you like what the system is right now? I, I think for me, just speaking to that, that point that you said, um, was, was something that I, I was surprised by because when you do look at that yearly price, it does feel relatively reasonable. Yeah. You know, it obviously is 120 bucks a year and that's a lot. Um, but I, we were doing a lot of cost comparison stuff, and it's the fact that there is that yearly price is great because you can't do that with Game Pass Ultimate right now, and so you actually end up paying 180 a year. And yeah. so, like, if if you're weighing those two, and you there's enough crossover that you think you want to go with the cheaper one, a year of that actually makes more sense. But on a monthly level, I totally like that. 18 19 sort of like number mm-hmm. is scary and, and so i was curious how many people actually do subscribe monthly and, th- and there's a decent chunk of people who do i myself have always been i just annually re-up every yeah. year because that's just kind of been how i play but so yeah, i do think it'll it'll depend on what type of subscriber you are yeah. um but overall i think the like the roughness with it is more so that just like again the way this was presented was just numbers and names and names that we have all instantly agreed. We don't like, (laughs) Um, you know, I I think that's where the problem is more than anything where it's like, if you could tell someone, Hey, for $120 a year, you're getting all these PS4 and PS5 games and you're getting all of these, you're getting the Jack and Daxter games. You're getting the Sly Cooper games. You're getting the old ration clank games. If you can tell people that, I think it's an easier pill to swallow that you're paying 120 a year. Yeah. If you could put a game to a price, that's way better and again like they they sort of did that i mean like when you take a look at if you are a new playstation 5 owner you're getting returnal you're getting um you know miles morales like you're getting a good like those games right along like those are returnals my game of the year last year so i'm like right off the bat i'm like oh those two games alone that's awesome this is like go go for it like this it may like that's easy that's easy logic right there but to me i really feel like here's like the Here's the tease catalog. Here's like the 10, 15 games we're showing you right now. We'll trickle them out as the months go on. Um, I feel like would have been, yeah, the the way better approach here. I, I do, I, I I don't hate the tier system. It's just the way it was presented. I think is it's just the only thing I, I legitimately don't like. And there is one question that I, I need to get at here, guys. And yeah. D Mason writes in and asks it perfectly. 
Do you think backwards compatible games will get trophy support? I know PS2 games uh, they had on PS4 had support like Rogue Galaxy, Dark Cloud, etc. Uh, looking forward to the episode. So here's my question. Are we getting trophy support for PS1? We saw that like blueprint back in a year or two ago. Yeah, that was a thing we we talked about on the show, right? They were looking into it. Yeah. So Jonathan, I, I'll ask you here. Do you think it, it? Do you think that that's actually a possibility that we're going to see trophies on, you know, Gexa Gecko? Why? Why do you want to make me the bad guy and have to deliver the bad news? <laughs> no, no, please don't. Don't. Do I that. I would love nothing more than that. No, you don't, don't do understand. That. I think like man, it would make me play all of those games, even yeah. the ones I wasn't mm-hmm. really looking forward to. I would play them again. I am not hopeful. I like I am I am keeping my expectations at no, and if it mm-hmm. happens, I will be pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. Not because I don't think it's impossible, like, like we've seen and and like D Mason was pointing out, the PS2 remasters they did on PS4 do have trophy support. And so they they have workarounds to make that happen. But as far as I know, PS now, the only games that have trophy support are games that previously had trophies. So PS3 and mm-hmm. PS4 games. So seeing what they did there makes me believe it'll kind of be the same case here where if it is a ps3 game you can still get trophies ps1 ps2 and psp probably not because presumably someone has to go in and code that stuff now again i i know you were talking about there were there were patents that i remember seeing about them trying to do this and if they figured that tech out and can easily implement it then my god do i hope because i will spend so much time this year not playing new games but (laughs) yeah and i think to add on to that where i would absolutely love it as well I think the fact that they still haven't figured out emulation on the PS3 side of things, I don't think trophy realistically support for the older games is going to happen. Come on, guys, give me hope here. <laughs> I would love it. Not, I would love the platinum siphon filter, Joe. Yeah. Come on, be amazing. But <laughs> oh yeah, my I, God. that the streaming thing I think gives you a good barometer to go with, especially where that's like a. You know, there are, I think, PS3 working emulators on PC, and people have made it possible. But the fact that Sony, I guess, doesn't want to invest in making that happen or thinks it would cause too many problems, like, obviously, Mm -hmm. there must be some reason to it, whether the answer is money or actual technological problems, we can't say. But, like, there's obviously something there. And so that just gives me pause of, like, I am expecting to be able to play old games and to play them in the way that they were originally presented and just hope they run well is kind of where I'm at, which is sad, but that's just mm-hmm. kind of where I'm at. I'm, I'm holding out hope y'all. I'm holding out I hope. That. I saw that <laughs> blueprint and I'm listen. They, we also saw the PS3 hurts. can fit inside the PS5. <laughs> and, and yeah, it's fair. I, mean, I, I will say, Joseph, I hope I'm wrong. Like yeah, same. I genuinely mean it. I hope that I am wrong and that this isn't just like, cynicism but it's just one of those things where it's like i don't i don't want to get too many people's hopes up just because they haven't even hinted at it but yeah i to to me that would be the thing that gets me into the premium tier like the streaming thing does not entice me whatsoever um to me it, it is about the the emulation side and if there is like that carrot on the stick of like hey you can earn a platinum yeah i'm like all right i'm in like throw this game directly at my face. But to me, I I have this like modern gamer mentality in me where it's just like, Oh, this, this, this doesn't control how it should. (laughs) And I, and I I immediately nope out of that experience because of that. And I, and I hate myself when I do it, John, I hate, I hate it so much, but that's to me, if I had that incentive, I would be, I'd be all in on premium, but if they don't have trophy support, I think, 
it's the extra tier for me. That yeah. said, Cloud Stride right, uh, Cloud Side writes, PlayStation Plus Extra, the mid tier, is the same price as Game Pass Ultimate, about eleven pounds here in the UK. While I, it won't have many day and day exclusives as Game Pass, it wouldn't be uh, sorry, it won't be as much of a bargain. It's a step in the right direction as Game Pass is uh, extremely popular. They have been, uh, or sorry, they probably need to fine tune the pricing and content as they go. What changes would you guys like to see in the current plan, if any? Great to see Jonathan on the show. I love listening to Beyond as part of my Beyond. weekly podcast. Beyond. Beyond. Is there a change that you guys would like, Kyle? Starting with you. I'm I'm honestly shocked that we uh, again we we talked about it with the acquisition of Bungie. I could have sworn Destiny would be part of this, like yeah. some extra the DLC bundled into one of the tiers or or something. Right. Just because they 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 want to promote their live service stuff. That is a goal for PlayStation going forward. I'm shocked that Destiny and that platform of Destiny isn't part of one of these tiers. Yeah, it it, it wouldn't be that like one of those alongside Returnal, alongside. Yeah, here yeah. it is. Yeah, again, I, it really just comes down to how they've presented it. Is mm-hmm. I wouldn't like that changed. Give me a nice little sizzle reel. That's all I need. Yeah. One yeah. little graphic, a splash image, a lower third, and I'm good. Jonathan, what say you? What is a change you'd like to see, or an addition to the service that you'd like to see? Yeah, I mean, that's the funny thing where it's like, we know so little. Technically, anything will end up probably being a change. And I think, like, Kyle, you nailed it. I We get PlayStation Plus bonuses for certain games right now where, like, you get an extra Fortnite skin or you, you, I think they just put up, you get a Genshin pack of items. Like, mm-hmm. yep. I feel like that needs to be a thing here with their live service games, whether it's an exclusive skin or a thousand extra, you know, Last of Us bucks or something. Mm-hmm. They, they need to give you that stuff as part of this. I... On, like with the tiers, it, again, it's going to depend on the library, but I would really love to see them move down. I think it is so silly that the game trials are held to the premium tier. Um, yeah. Those yeah. limited game trials, which we saw them, you know, put into a testing sort of space a few months back, maybe a year back. Who knows how time yeah. works? Yeah. I it, I love demos as a way to get people into a service. And I think if you're paying any amount of money, if that's a thing that they want to put as part of this, that should just be a, a PlayStation plus basic benefit. Like I think yeah. that is, you're going to get people into the, like if, if the goal of them is to get people into the game, try to get as many people as possible rather yep. than just the people paying mm-hmm. the most amount of money. And it like, it's, it's a scary precedent because I do think game demos can really, they can put some people off a game, but they can sell the game to a lot of people. Yeah. And so I would love to see that move down to, at least extra, but honestly, I think an essential offer. Yeah. And for me, because I saw a lot of heat as well from from Twitter, of course, it's out of real place, so I don't concern too much about it. But um, they're like, yeah, the highest tier demos, I would like that to be changed as well. I think that's a great point you added. I'll throw back at when people are like, they're taking demos away from us. I'd be like, what was the last demo you played, sir? <laughs> like, like for me, it's just like, it's not many. It's few and far between. It's, I know, Jonathan. I get Resident it. Evil Village. Oh, really? Probably the last one I played. Yeah. I, uh, Strangers of Paradise is the one I played. Oh, I think, yeah. I played one? that one, too. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that one you shouldn't have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hear the end is very good, but you can't see that okay. in the demo. So, you know, is that where Frank Sinatra himself comes in? <laughs> <laughs> He's your final party member. Yeah. Oh, I sweet. am like a model. No. So like, to me, I'm like the demos, I don't think it's like the worst thing in the world um, sure. to, 
to put behind a tier or an incentive. But yeah, I think it should be the base tier. One of the things that I feel like with this service, the reason why tier two and tier three are such a hard sell is, to, or what I've seen to be the hard sell is like tier one is so good already. Like the base, mm. the foundation of this service is solid. People love PlayStation Plus. There's no qualms with PlayStation Plus. It's stellar. And so to see, like, they're like, oh, five bucks extra for 400 games. I don't know those games. And so like, they kind of they kind of nope out of it. Um, I think more incentives would be great. The one thing that I would have loved to see, um, which is like the only thing when we were talking about Spartacus months on back before even Jason Schreier leaked it out, was the, the, the thing that we'd like to see is this be the Disney Plus to Xbox's Netflix, where it's like, yeah, you know, Spider-Man 2 is still you know, 70 bucks for everybody else. But for you, because we like it so much day one games or whatever pre-orders, you get that 10 or $15 percent off and it's back to being 60 and you get that feign, Mm -hmm. you know, Oh, I'm saving money here. And I think that would have been, I I think that would be a way to get people like me in the door, even without, you know, the people that aren't interested Mm -hmm. in the, in the backwards compatibility thing. Are we also uh, shocked that, we didn't get like Crunchyroll rolled into one of these, like like a, a media service. I saw into a lot one of these. Tiers. I saw a lot of surprise from that when I put out some tweets asking for opinions, and I, I saw a lot of confusion about that. Again, it may be something they might confirm later sure, on. Yeah. I do think that's something that Sony can do mm-hmm. to differentiate the service that Microsoft can't. You know, obviously they tested they, that out in Poland, right? They did that. Yeah, they combined months, them. Well, yeah, and and they they do have the PlayStation Productions banner, and so it's like you know maybe people who subscribe to the premium tier get to stream Uncharted via their PlayStation. Or Mobius. Or Mobius. Yeah, Mobius, yeah. (laughs) But, like, I I think adding those things where it's like Sony is a multimedia company in a way that Microsoft isn't in-house, and I think they could leverage that in a way that would, you know, if if this is really going to be a core pillar of PlayStation going forward, these movies and TV shows, make that part of the PlayStation 5 experience. Yeah. I would love premium members get, like, a, a day early access of the new episodes of, like, Twisted Metal. Yeah, or like you get to to watch a premiere as a premiere. You get to member. play Fortnite with Tom Holland. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I I think that's yeah. I think that's that's rad. And, and after seeing Uncharted, I I would actually really dig that um, a whole lot. All right. So the last two questions here. High Lord uh, of the Seven Kingdoms, Corgi writes in. I told you, Corgi, I change your name every episode if you wrote in. Do you think that PlayStation has some surprises for the revamped PlayStation Plus subscription up their sleeve since the launch is still a few months away? I can't imagine the initial news is all that we'll get between now and launch. And I want to tack this on with a question from uh, Marvin Arvin, who writes, what would be the next series of PlayStation indie partners such as Sifu with SoClap, uh, Kina with Ember Lab, and or, or sorry, it to appear day one on the PlayStation Plus slash extra premium. I think that's the surprise that we're missing. Is like we know that PlayStation Studio games aren't gonna be here day and day. Show us some rad indies. Well, we got that with Shadow Warrior, right? Last month on PS Now. It's a good like it, it and that's a good like wink and a nod, like this is coming. But mm-hmm. I think and you know, Jonathan, you could butt in if you want, but like, I think one of the surprises is along this road, they're like, again, don't acknowledge that PlayStation Studio games aren't day and day, but you know, throw in a cool little indie 
that is on the service day and date that's premiering here. You know, yeah. throw Weird West on there. A stray, um, a little yeah. devil inside, a goodbye volcano high, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that is to to because they're it's just going to be inevitable. I do think they're trying to do something a bit differently. And I think the the extra, you know, the PS4, PS5 library is gonna kind of be more of a, hey, you're getting a console for the first time, or hey, maybe you didn't buy a bunch of stuff on sale. Here's a great batch to pull from. But I do think it's it's just going to be impossible to get away from Game Pass comparisons. And the best way to help circumvent that is to have those exclusives as well. It doesn't mean they can't be multi-platform games, but in the same way that a game like Outriders or mm-hmm. you know, a, a, some of the, the other indies that have come recently, like Tunic and whatnot, the way that those come to Game Pass Day 1, I think PlayStation should absolutely absolutely do those. And especially as a, like, you know, the, I, I'm sure you both you know covered or saw these things of the the reports last year of playstation sort of fraught relationship with indies a pretty great way to help maybe bridge that gap is to say we're going to get your game to Mm -hmm. you know 40 million plus subscribers day one by making a deal in the same way they do that with playstation plus already the the same way they made fall guys and rocket league big debuts they can do that more regularly with a system like this and i think that will be a big benefit if they make it happen i I really really hope to see that Uh, absolutely and what you're saying is exciting for me because like that is that is what i want from the service like make it the indie thing like make it make it where like shoe comes on every every month with a smile on his face he's like look at look at these batch of cute little indie games i found look at this and like they're all just they jump on his lap and everybody waves and like Oh, shoot, we love you and so much. Bug sex. <laughs> and everyone is <laughs> bug sex. And everyone is bug sex. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, like, I would, I would really, re- really like that. Um, what say you, Kyle? I know you're a big indie dude. Yeah, I, I, I definitely wish they had more of a spotlight on indies. I think this is a great opportunity for them to do that. And... I hope that they, they, they highlight them in these tiers. I'm, I'm trying to think of... I don't know if it's true or not. Jonathan, you can help me out here. Uh, isn't the free PS Plus games going down to two games a month pretty soon? So it, it in the listing for this page, it said there will be two monthly downloadable games. And yeah. I saw some conflicting things and I could not find the language, but some people were like, sure. oh, it's, it's said two months for a while or okay. it hasn't. So I, it's tough. It's going to be a bummer if it does go down because my yeah, whole thing and- sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, like maybe that is where they're gearing up for the future to have a big indie game as part of the two monthly games. Yeah, or they're shifting some of that appeal to the extra yes, tier, and and absolutely. yeah, that's why they, they want to get you away from it. Because my my whole thing has been like, when they bump down to three from you know having Vita, PS3, yep. and PS4 together. Mm-hmm. Why wasn't there a monthly VR game? Even yes. like for everyone who doesn't have PSVR, put that mm-hmm. on there and then maybe they'll want to buy PSVR mm-hmm. because they have 20 free games. I think like they I hope they don't take too much away because I do think that's going to burn people more than make them want to upgrade. Absolutely. So. Also, yeah. talking about changes I would like to see, let's put some respect on PS Vita. For oh, the yeah. love of God, there's mm-hmm. so many great games on that system. If PSP could make it, what's up with Vita? Exactly. And Hey, incentivize some PSVR folks when PSVR 2 comes out by putting a slew of games on there that maybe there's backwards compatible. I don't know. Other other thing, too, the one one complaint I'd see, and I think it is reasonable to to pick at here, is backwards compatibility behind a paywall does suck. I like that. Mm. Yeah, it's a bummer that it is the only way. 
Yes. Like it is. Oh. Yeah. If there were options, because I've seen a lot of people be like, oh, well, since this is coming, will my PS1 classics carry over? And yeah, it's that like, I wish, but probably not. And that is that is a bummer when I think game preservation has become such a bigger topic as we go on. And rightfully mm-hmm. so, because, man, I don't want to lose that history. Yeah. 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 And again, at the same exact time, it's like, well, having that access there for just any, everybody is nice to have. But I, it, it's definitely, yeah, it's it's definitely a, you know, it's nice that it's here, but expand it a bit for everyone to kind of take advantage of. Mm-hmm. That said, I want to do something we have not done in a very, very, very long time. That's enough of the PlayStation Spartacus talk. Overall, we're hopeful for the service. We just need some more clarity and we need lists of games because mm-hmm. as it stands right now, I'm going to upgrade to something. I just don't know what that's, that's really yeah. where I fall on. it. I don't know if you guys are the same. Yeah. I, I think we're going to upgrade no matter what. Mm-hmm. I, I, I do think I'm going to go for the premium just because I am the nostalgic of the, the old school games. I want to yeah. play those again, but it, it all comes down to that library. Yeah. yeah. It's got to be good. Pre- is. Premium is most likely where I'm going to go. Unless I think Kyle, like you said, unless it's just, you know, 600 games of shovelware and a couple of good ones, I'm yeah. going to be way less inclined. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And while we're at it, Sony, rename the tears. <laughs> just do it. If we're you. asking for things. Please rename them. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Let's do, it's again. It's right in front of you guys. It's right in front of it. Why? It's like, it's like T-ball. It's like when you see a kid play T-ball and he misses the ball. It's like ball right in front of your kid. You should be knocking grand slams every swing. What are you, what are you doing? <sighs> that said, I'm on board with the service, but I feel like the temperature in the room is like, everybody's like, eh, it's okay. And I think for people that wanted that game pass service, this ain't it. Just ain't it. It doesn't want to be it. Cause I feel like at the end of the day, game pass is the thing is the driver is the thing that Microsoft wants you to buy in the console is completely complimentary. It's like you, we want, we don't care where you play it, tablet, phone, PC, console. We don't even care what controller you use. We just want you to play the game. Whereas I feel like here, their service is complimentary to the hardware. It's like, no, we still want you to be on this console. And if you like this console in this ecosystem, here's a service that you could tack on. And I think that's one of the things that, I think the conversation around has has been missed. It's like, this isn't the must-have service because this isn't Sony's end-all, be-all. This is not what their core business is driven at. Um, so that's just for me. And, and when it comes to day one, again, I, I, I can't stress this. They know I would love to play Horizon for 15 bucks a month, but they know they could charge me $70 and get yeah. away with it. And I'll do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? That said, I want a sidebar to um to social media craziness we usually don't do this but i felt you know what this is a uh, it's time to bring back an old segment that i really love so over the weekend we we saw some rumors we saw some some rumblings on the internet from god knows where i can't tell you the source no one knows we just pulled out the mat and we just jumped to conclusions uh, everybody was just like so um there's some rumors about PlayStation is going to buy from software. Everybody freaked out. Everybody lost their marbles. And then all of a sudden today, people are like, hey, guys, I heard from a reliable source 
the PlayStation's going to acquire all the Konami IP. And listen, maybe by this episode, all those things have happened. But as of right now, as I'm speaking, none of those things have happened. It's really, it's, it's really strange how these like rumors just kind of came to life. And I want to toss this question first to you, Jonathan, as someone who is on the, the ground floor of all the breaking news. How do you dissect a, let's just say you, you, you get an anonymous tip, right? Do you, do you get, do you get the guy in the trench coat with the dossier of like, here's all these rumors and speculation. How do you guys approach that when you're approached with someone that says, I, I got all these, I got the juicy deets on the next acquisition. Here you are. And then runs well, off. I live right next to a train track, so I actually have a really great sort of seedy <laughs> environment to go hang out in and hope someone is just, you know, on a lunch break from PlayStation. They're like, oh, by the way, we bought these 12 companies and I yeah. could just be like, got them and run back. I imagine uh, you're back to back to that person and yes. you're still talking. Yeah. New, newspaper mm-hmm. as well yep. up uh, on a train track. Like yeah, we're in yeah. the middle of the train. Yeah, track. checking your watch. Sick. It's yeah. so bad. I'm, a, I, I'm really imagining... You at the train track, one person's just like in, in the distance. It's like, so, uh, you know, this is happening. This is the rumor. And you're like, you're like, Je- Jeff, Jeff Grubb, is that you? Uh, no, 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 it isn't. Jeff, I could, it's, I see, I see your luscious hair. That's you. I know your hair. Yeah. No. It's you. Uh, shit. Uh, <laughs> no, um, no, <laughs> no. I mean, you know, the thing is, and I, I hope I'm not like maybe disappointing in any way at at least for you know on the ign side of things when when one of us when a reporter when anyone hears a rumor or something from from a source not from just someone tweeting something out when someone tells us something um one you never report like just journalism 101 for us is you never report on anything unless you have two independent sources if you don't have that you should not be reporting it it should not be coming out that's obviously not the standard by which a lot of people tweet about things because that's it's different for them but in YouTube terms of exists you know, yeah. exactly publishing something on IGN unless we have two independent sources that we have verified that we trust in that we believe that we have evidence of that what they're saying is true to the extent that we can prove it we would never publish something and then then you also have to take into account what publishing something the value of it is because yeah. is saying we heard that I don't know the next God of War is already in development and we know that that exists. Is there a benefit of that beyond just publishing day one to get a lot of traffic for that one day when that possibly, you know, we might burn the relationship with the people who told us that because perhaps mm-hmm. that leads to someone finding that out or, yeah. or we something maybe in the works to work on an exclusive because we do work on, you know, exclusive reveals and things. And so does that conflict there as well? There, There's a lot of, coverage consideration that you have to take into account. And and for me, at least saying I know something doesn't really, I think, benefit anyone but myself. And so I, I have been privy and fortunate enough to have learned a lot of things before they've been revealed. But to say that, even if someone would be okay with it for me, generally doesn't outweigh the, the relationship that I've built with that person and, and things of that nature. And so no, I, I respect that highly. It's there's, yeah. there's so many moving parts and so many people that you can hurt on your end and on their end if you do it. And I think that maybe is why it makes more sense. Why we see more of these individual reporters reporting these things who are not like a, you know, one of those, I gotcha journalists, but more like sure. we're doing our due di- diligence where we're, you know, we're, we're, 
dotting the T's, crossing all the I's, whatever, um, uh, to make sure it's it's legit. And and that doesn't even take into account like the number of embargoes and NDAs that I've signed for things where like we're planning an announcement for something and I'm privy to that. Like obviously that's something you should never break, but yeah. you know, getting information that way can also maybe I get it from another source, but I've signed this embargo already, so I'm kind of beholden to that. Okay. Um, you know, so when we see things online. It perks my ear up, but I do, I pretty exhaustively look through where that source is coming from, someone's track record, all of that stuff, mostly for my my own edification, because I don't normally report on any of those things. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there's people with proven track records, um, like, you, you know, I mean, you mentioned earlier, Jason Trier, particularly, I think comes to mind as like, when, when, when he reports on something, chances are that thing is, is pretty ironclad and, yeah. and no mm-hmm. one's, no one's infallible because things change. Um, information, you know, can go through a little bit of telephone occasionally. But, uh, you know, when I see someone like that say something, I know to listen to it. There's well, there's that credibility there, yeah. Exactly. You, you know, with others with spottier track records, I basically say, well, if this works out, it would be nice. Yeah. But I don't, I don't bank on those things because I do also think there, there's probably a reason we don't know about it yet. Things are probably, you know, in the works for a big reveal of some kind. If it is yeah. true, if it's not true... Companies also don't want to disappoint fans that something might be coming in the future, but it's and then something yet. changes. Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's mm-hmm. like people's hands get tied by that, and so it's really it can honestly be frustrating because I know that there are so many devs working on incredible things that they just can't talk about because that's the nature of the business. Yeah. And and I do think the business could probably use with a little more openness for sure. Um, you know, we know the Marvel slate of movie releases for like six years at any yeah, given time. Yeah, we do. But we're lucky if we know two years of game releases. So I think mm-hmm. I, I, you know, for me, I, I think the long and short of it is I really, really vet any rumor or speculation that I hear. And I, I almost never repeat it myself unless I know it's from such a credible source because I don't, I know those things can get wrong so quickly because of a change in direction or a change in thought. So question uh, for you here, uh, yeah. Bloodborne 2 when? And blink twice <laughs> if it's confirmed. How did I, I know you were going to ask that? So I think I can exclusively reveal that oh, wow. I am making Bloodborne 2. Oh. oh. Myself. Yeah. That's don't, awesome. Listen, Jonathan, don't f*** up. <laughs> 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 right? um, well, I'm making it from the perspective of I've only beaten about half of Bloodborne okay. 1. So okay. I don't know how that game ends. So I'm kind of making it up as I go along. Here's the trick. No I one really knows. It's, it's a persona version of Bloodborne. Yeah. I was going to say about halfway through Mickey Mouse shows up with a keyblade. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And yeah, it's a big here to show you the eyes of God. <laughs> <laughs> what does the keyblade turn into a trick weapon? What does it turn into? Eyes. Uh, it, it turns into a triple keyblade. Oh, oh I like it. Like a whole key ring. All exactly. right. Okay. Yeah, this is turned into. I, this I is will turned say. Into Kingdom Hearts smut. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in terms of, I mean, we're, we're recording at night, so, yeah, you know. Uh, <laughs> in terms of me for these rumors and things, I think one of the telltale signs that you can protect yourself from getting too hyped is if someone says something and then 12 more people pop up saying they know that thing also, that's <laughs> usually a good sign that there's something, you know, not Afoot. not right going on. Yeah. yeah. Um, we we have a system here, and I don't like to brag, but we have a system here where as long as we say it with confidence, we say it with gusto, that thing will happen. So when I true. say Bloodborne 2 will happen, I'm saying it with the level of confidence of which I am assured. Resistance is coming back. See? 
I appreciate your moxie. (laughs) (laughs) That said, I want to bring back this, and it's just a simple yay or nay. Okay. And this is a segment literally only the hardcore trophy room fans will know. Kyle, it's this little segment I like to call Now If I Was Shoe. We're in the shoes of Shuhei Yoshida. Okay. We know he heads the indie division, but we know secretly behind the scenes, he's pushing the levers. He's lifting the cranks. He's making this whole PlayStation machine run. Uh These two rumors have come up from software or Konami. Uh You have to choose. Which one PlayStation must take? Here's the other little ditty. If you don't choose the other one, that IP's done. Anything they've ever worked on, done. Why do you have to make it that hardcore? Because I like doing that. That's cool. <sighs> That's very cool. <laughs> I mean, he once made me kill the Vita, Jonathan, yeah. wow. yeah. as a hardcore Vita fan over VR. He was and like, he, yeah, to shoot one. Here yeah. we were complaining about the Vita not existing. Exactly. It turns out you killed yeah. it already. That's right. I'm, I'm so an agent sorry. of chaos. Uh, man, you're not going to like my answer, Joe. You're killing from software? I think I'd kill from software and keep Konami around. Wow. I, wow. uh,. I think the people are are hoping for a Silent Hill. They're hoping for Metal Gear. They're hoping for Castlevania to come back. I think there is more to those IP that I would enjoy. This is a selfish reason <laughs> than than what From Software has brought. I know that hurts. I'm deep into Elden Ring personally right now. I, you know me. I platinum Bloodborne a few months ago. Like it's audience. I'm just as disappointed as you. Please don't rate us. You're the one that said that they were gone forever. You're right. This is on you. You're also wearing the Bloodborne inspired trophy. I know. As you say this, I know. I wonder why we don't have a Silent Hill, you know, theme shirt because Silent Hill was never that great. Jonathan, what say you? What say you? You know, the Bomberman IP is just so (laughs) waiting for a rebuy. It really is. Um, no, you know, I, I, I'm kind of, I think I would probably let go of Konami. Um, if only because I, I love Castlevania from like the, the GBA and the DS games are what got me into it. And like that, that is the one that's hard for me to let go only because I never played Metal Gear. I, uh, ashamedly, um, and no shame. Ne- never huge with Silent Hills. So for me, I, I think also the things that made those games special have gone on into other studios, obviously Kojima and Kojima Productions. And then I think there's a lot of heritage of what Silent Hill is that is no longer at Sony and Mm. and Konami. So for me, FromSoft is is especially coming off the success of Elden Ring. I think they are so poised for like, I don't know how they top it, but if there's one dev who possibly could, it is probably FromSoft. And so- God bless. I, I think there is so much room and potential there, not just for Bloodborne 2, but for for a world and and the thing here, this is I guess a little bit of business. From Soft, you get a studio. Konami, right. you get IP. Ooh, you need to build point. teams around that, and that's a lot yep. of money and that's a lot a good of talent. Point. Mm-hmm. And if I if I'm if I'm doing the books and making sure everything's up to snuff, I don't know if I should be spending all that money at once. But From Soft, I just get that team. So, yeah. yeah, and they're probably the best developer in the industry. Yeah, and not probably just, they are. Just think of how much nicer Twitter would be without that discourse about Elden Ring. Yeah, it'd be nice. Let's just, let's That'd just be nice. I just want a journal. It's nothing wrong with wanting a journal <laughs> in the game. Really, is it? But that, that said, listen, it's been two thousand five hundred and sixty-three days since the launch of Bloodborne, and it's been over now. What seven years? Right? Anniversary last week. Yeah. Bring them home. Bring them home. All right. 
enough of that. It's time for some flash news. Flash, gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. Apex Legends, PS5 version. <laughs> we didn't warn Jonathan that we do this. It's uh, fine. He entered the Speed Force. It was yeah, a big deal. Yeah. Exactly. We won an Oscar. We, we actually, we are behind why that Oscar won. Fun fact. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. Apex Legends PS5 version is available. Uh, this version is at 4K, 60 FPS with 120 FPS and DualSense support coming in the future. Uh, because, you know, we got dumb, dumb delivery. We don't have smart delivery, unfortunately. Yet it's not that bad. All you have to do is download the new version, delete the old version. Simple as that. Easy peasy. I love Apex. This is enough to get me back in. So, Ray Martinez, I know you're listening out there. Let's go. Let's buddy up. Fortnite No Building Mode is here to stay. Thank Jesus. It is fantastic. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's It's, I had literally one of the best matches the other day where it was like duos, and there was a team of eight at the second, not team of eight, sorry, eight teams of two, it seemed, at the like second to last ring. And I just saw tanks and battle buses just blowing up and like shooting from the sky. It was incredible. <laughs> Winning that match was fantastic. I, w- I will say I wish there was a middle ground mode mm-hmm. because for me, I like building at the beginning. Yeah. Like it is it is a bummer not to be able to like I, I want to get up to a second story and just build a quick ramp. Sometimes I, I still am getting used to the fact that I can mantle. Um, but once it gets down to like the top 25, take it away. Because if there's a builder, I'm done. It doesn't yep. matter. It doesn't matter how good I am the rest of the match. They build the Taj Mahal and you're like, oh, what am I going to do? I don't know. <laughs> I built a wall. I'm sorry. Yeah. I built this nice rectangle. It's great. Uh, so yeah, you know, Fortnite will probably be my most played game again this year. I'm so sorry. All right. Here's here's a flash news story that I wish wasn't the case. Sony has filed a trademark for Knack. Please, guys, let this meme die. <laughs> Knack is back. Yeah. No, no, what if that's no, the next no. PlayStation movie? They make Knack into a movie. Persona 5. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, have a, I have a joke. It's inappropriate for Knack. Uh, <laughs> Persona 5 is being removed from PlayStation Plus collection at May 11th. Ooh, happy birthday to me. <laughs> oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> but again, it goes on sale a lot. I have Royale, so... Royal. I say Royale with cheese. It's really um, easy to say it. I've I've done it constantly. Yeah. And Always. I mean that's the thing is I, I want everyone as, as many people as possible to play Persona 5, but I want them to play Royal. Yeah. And it, it it's often on sale for twenty or thirty bucks. Go play that version. Like you it is just definitively the better version of that game. Also way easier to get that plat. Hundred percent. Yeah. Amazingly so. Yeah. All right, Jonathan, are you holding on to something? Anything. I've got my mouse. I don't know if that's the best thing to hold on to. It works. Prepare the drop. Here are the latest deals and deals coming to the PlayStation storefront in April. Here are the PlayStation Plus games uh, in April. Hood, Outlaws and Legends for PS5. SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated for PlayStation 4. Slay the Spire on PS4. And uh, that's the PlayStation Plus games. Hood, Outlaws and Legends. I'll give it a good try. SpongeBob Rehydrated? Let's go. Yeah. That's all right? I gotta say. And I've heard amazing things about Slay the Spire. I've never yeah. played, but Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Hood. Games I'm sorry, Ooh. go for it. Oh no, I I, I threw you off. <laughs> no, I'm you so didn't. Sorry. Go for it. So, so what do you need to say? 
I was just going to say, Hood feels like one of those games that probably should have launched into PlayStation yes. when it came out. I feel like yeah. that would have been a great month for that game. Same with Godfall, and we all know what happened with that. <laughs> games of the week. <laughs> uh, for the end of April to the 3rd, March 29th, we have Crusader Kings Console Edition on PlayStation 5. I hear nothing but great things about Crusader Kings 3. So, yeah. go. Play it. In Nightmare on PlayStation 5. For March 30th, we have Agent Intercepted on PlayStation 5 and PS4. March 31st, Moss Book 2 comes to PlayStation VR. Uh, we got a code for that. I'll be interviewing some devs about it. So hopefully we get that on the show next week. Very excited. Uh, Tropico 6 on PlayStation 5. And Weird West. Yeah. Which I hear from all the impressions. This is stellar. This is on our Fantasy Critic League. So, um, to our cousin show, The Xbox Drive, you guys are f- so We got you dead to rights. You got you dead to right. You <laughs> I hate you guys so much. We got you. Oh, oh boy. <sighs> Sorry, I felt good. Are you good? Yeah, I had to use a blue button really, really long. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. It's our <laughs> last segment. The Sony Pony Express. Yeehaw! Apologies, I was muted for the first half. That's cool. You came in and it was a crescendo. It was beautiful. All right. Nagachaka writes in, just like you can too via Discord, or you can add us on Twitter. That's how all these questions came to us. Nagachaka writes, question for Jonathan Dornbush. Uh-oh. This one's, this one's, this one means something. Whew, all right. Who is the best Ninja Turtle? And why is it Donatello? Don't let Nagachaka... <laughs> Sway you. Sway you. Sure. Yeah. I mean, the thing about Donatello is he has a way with machines. And uh, I always, I you know, I always felt like a kinship with Donatello. Um, especially because when I would play the arcade game uh, down on the boardwalk mm-hmm. in Long Beach, Long Island, uh, I'd, I'd play with a few friends or random people who would come in and no one wanted to pick Donatello. And really? so I would, I would often be Donatello out of, mm-hmm. you know, just... I, I didn't want to cause a fuss. And so yeah. I actually did grow to love Donatello. This question is actually kind of perfect in how it's asked because I, That's awesome. I have this history and kinship with Donatello. I feel like the, the Ninja Turtles are the new, like astrology, like what's your sign? Are you a Libra? <laughs> like you could tell so much from a person if they're like, I'm a Donatello. Like for me, I'm a Michelangelo. No goddamn surprise. Yeah. None. And I'm a Le- Leonardo. So we just need to find the one Raphael. Oh my god, yeah, perfect Ooh, pick. Who has a lot of rage that's festering <laughs> in them that we hmm. know? Again, hmm. Barrett Courtney. I feel like there's a lot of rage in them. <laughs> um. All right, Barrett, you're up. Okay. <laughs> TPR writes, Kyle, Joe, Jonathan. Sony Pony Express question, here to offset the flood of PlayStation Plus questions. What are the odds you think of Wolverine and Spidey teaming up in an Insomniac superhero universe? The ISU, let's call it, after Wolverine and Spider-Man 2 hit the shelves. Regardless of how likely it is, what would you want to see from that collaboration? Oh, boy. That's, that's a... That's a tough one. Right? Because we don't know what, like, Wolverine is. No. It could be a strategy game, for all we know. I think it's a visual novel. A visual novel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Point and click. Yeah. 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 The ideal Wolverine experience. <laughs> it's um, a dating sim. <laughs> I mean, well, if you do an X-Men dating sim, that actually is a great game. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. I, you know, I would really hope that we see sort of a 
a up to four player multiplayer live service Marvel game uh, that you do certain challenges over and over and over again. <laughs> that sounds perfect. There's no way that's going to fail. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, uh, but no, if, if either of you have a real answer first, please, please. <laughs> no, I, cause it's, it's so for me, it's like, we don't know what Wolverine looks like, but we can kind of, I mean, it's going to be a third person, you know, action adventure game. It has to be to me, linear in, in scope. So like, to me, I don't think I'm going to squash your dreams here. TPR, it would work. So I, I wouldn't actually want to see, I would like to see them appear in each other's games or reference mm. to, but like, there's no way with Spider-Man's traversal Wolverine works. Just, just on a yeah. system level that just breaks everything, right? It would be boring to an extent if you're if you're running around in open world New York and Wolverine's trying to keep up pace on the street while Spidey's doing backflips. Exactly. In the air. It, yeah. I I totally agree. I would love cameos and crossover and story content, and maybe like Spidey comes in for a boss fight or yep. Wolverine comes mm-hmm. in for a help, or there's like specific missions maybe where you could take them on in each other's game for a quick hit, but yeah. Or depending on when the stories take place, like you're swinging by a place where Wolverine had a massive battle with totally. so-and-so. Yeah. And just like you hear J. Jonah Jameson on his podcast talk about <laughs> this guy with claws in a bar that beat people up. Like those kind of really cool little things I think would work more than them together. I do wish though in the future for Insomniac, if they keep getting these superhero games yeah i would love for them to do a story driven what we want marvel's avengers to be of just like a group of like get a daredevil in there just like oh god just a group and then tell get a really dope story <laughs> it's gonna be awesome all you yeah. just need just that game but just daredevil just yeah no you're right here's another question that piggybacks off this toxic writes in do you guys think Spidey has any chance at Game of the Year next year now that Breath of the Wild 2 has been delayed? I didn't even think about that until Toxic Year, year said it. And it hurts. Assuming that Spider-Man does not also get delayed to 2024. Yeah. Don't hurt me more. We only have a year. I'm just saying. I'm just mm-hmm. saying. I, I think Spidey has a... I, my, my thing with that was I don't think you put a year that early on it knowing the reality of development, like breath of the wild kind of got its dates before the world became what it was. Yeah. Um, and, and so things naturally kind of shifted from there. Spidey, they made that date while we've all been under the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my, my hope is that it's roughly aiming for another, you know, September, 2023 kind of rough launch period. Yeah. And uh, to me, like, <laughs> I'm going to say it brother. Wild too, man, just, you know, don't break my goddamn weapons. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Give me some dungeons. It's good. I, I I like Breath of the Wild a lot, and I think it's done a very. It's inspired so many games afterwards, and I, I I can't just because it's not my cup of tea or like I don't think it's a ten out of ten doesn't give away from the fact that this game is a legit masterpiece. Um, but yeah, for me, it wouldn't change my hype for Spidey 2. And for me, it's just like an award is an award. Like whoever gives it out mm-hmm. doesn't matter. It's what your personal game that year is. Um, and just like, you know, just because God of War and Red Dead Redemption 2 came out doesn't didn't shy away from the fact that Spider-Man was a terrific game and is the highest selling PlayStation game, you know? So yeah, just like how this year is seen is going. Everyone's already claimed Elden Ring is game of the year. Yeah. Like don't let that sway 
sway you for what you think your game of the year is. Absolutely. Yeah. But right yeah. now it's too so stressful of a thing over like a silly vanity right? title. Yeah. <laughs> and it only matters to you. It's not like anybody yeah. else. Yeah. Oh man. All right. Green girl, gamer writes a uh, quick shout out to you, Jonathan. You're the reason why I found the trophy room and the amazing community through their immense kindness. They have opened doors for me and my passion for this industry. I never thought I'd see a, oh, sorry, I'd see opened and I'm extremely eternally grateful, but you yourself were a crucial part in that. And I just wanted to say thank you. And beyond beyond and welcome to the most, Oh God damn it. Green girl. You're <laughs> such a good, the most banger podcast online. It's cool to see the turntables. <laughs> All right. You want me back. You want me back, Green Gorilla. That was very nice. Oh, yeah, that's that's very sweet, Green Gorilla. Thank you so much for the kind words. And I'm I'm glad we we crossed the streams previously and were able to yeah. bridge the gap and all the other cliches of, of knocking down doorways and, yeah. and you're able to find this awesome community. I assume this means we'll negotiate later, but I assume I get a cut of their Patreon. Uh I mean my lawyers will talk to your lawyers. <laughs> but no, seriously, very, very, uh, very cool to see. Yeah. yeah. I, I love to see the cross pollination of all the podcasts that I've been seeing lately. It really does seem like since we've been like stuck in our houses, we've been trying to reach out to more and more people. Um, and it's really awesome to see. Yeah. Everybody collabing with each other. So thank you so yeah. much. Green it, it, I'm like, happy you're here. I don't know if this is the right words demystifies it all like everyone being in their own bubble and feel like they're competing but like coming together we're just celebrating the thing we love the most yeah. and that's what's most important exactly which is the word banger absolutely Jonathan. Yeah. jesus absolutely. christ am i alone on this? <laughs> <laughs> enjoy slinger island you're the only one there <laughs> it's great here <laughs> 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 spider cc way off topic i was a big playstation home fan and a little less than half of my playstation friends i met uh there since the playstation party three sorry playstation three party system was basically non-existent did you guys play it slash miss it has anyone heard anything on it making a possible comeback also the built-in dreams brought back some nostalgia sorry Oh, building. did they? Did someone make a home in dreams? I believe so. Something, something. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, Jonathan, did you did you get on the PlayStation Home train? So I tried it. I think very briefly. I actually came to the PS3 generation a little bit late. Um, I think I got mine either '09 or, or yeah, I think it was '09. Um, and and not that PlayStation Home had been around so much longer, but it was just one of those things where I was so excited by like catching up on uncharted and, and remasters of games that I missed on the PS2 and all this stuff that it, it wasn't really a focus for me. Um, I always like appreciated it, not, not to plug other things, but we actually did a really great documentary on IGN. One of our inside stories of sort of the, the love for PlayStation home and the community around it. And then the people who really, who have been trying to keep it alive, you know, yeah. post its death and, and kind of revitalize it in some ways. Um, I think it's a really, it's funny that it's sort of the proto metaverse that yeah. we all have come to really experience. Um, but I, I think there's something really wonderful and, and uh, almost sweet to what it was and what it represents for people. But I, I also understand why they didn't continue it yeah. um, both just on a cost level and, and the reality of uh, having to moderate something like that. Is yes. 
definitely back in the mid 2000s way harder uh than than what it is now and for me i'm just like you i i jumped on playstation 3 uh way late in its generation and i was busy catching up on the uncharted and all that so like i i i remember playing it for an afternoon going this is the most bizarre thing <laughs> i think i'm good <laughs> yeah i didn't i didn't play it much myself yeah uh i i think it would be a cool thing to bring back uh in in some way uh, I was I was the weird one when I wasn't playing my PS3. Mm. I did that uh, that scientific thing where you would let the, your PS3 use as like a uh, folding at home, folding at home. Yeah. yeah, I would put that on to help oh, the, really? the research yeah. uh, happen. I was that kid. The research. <laughs> I think I yeah. did that for a while too. I, I'm, yeah, I'm with mm-hmm. you. Yeah, you, right. you felt like you were doing something good with exactly. It. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, All right. But yeah, no, I I do think it's coming back for P- PSVR too. Like. Nothing I've heard. There's no person with an overcoat, you know, uh, uh, talking to me. But like it, it just makes sense. Like you're seeing how popular it is with like Oculus and in in over on uh, what is it? The Vive? No, over on the Steam. I forget what it's called. Oh, that Valve that Index. Chat. Valve Index. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the, I think it's just literally called VR Chat. I think so. Um, yeah. So I think with th- that being so popular, absolutely, PlayStation's going to try to make their little metaverse in there. I think I can exclusively reveal that I'm developing PlayStation Home 2 as well. Man, you are so, a busy wow. human being. I don't sleep, so it's going well. <laughs> How do you um, find the time? Uh, but no, yeah, I, I, it's interesting. I could see it coming back or I could see them, you know, the fact that they are investing in 10 live service games over the next four years or so. We could see it be less focused on one general thing and more having those communities be what would have been the PlayStation Home communities yeah. to a certain extent. Mm. Absolutely. God, absolutely. Now I'm just thinking it's going to be like Ready Player One, where there's going to be a ba- like a main hub, and then you just go off to different worlds, and those are the live service games. Yeah, you pick like in, in like you're picking like your like uh, Horizon Zero Dawn outfit, or you're picking your God of War outfit, like you're picking mm-hmm. your Uncharted gear. Like that would yeah, that'd be cool. I'm running around I with do. my little you know home person, yeah. Avatar. I don't know what they you would have to put too much on your plate, Jonathan. Since sure, no, of course yeah. I'm, I'm taking notes. I'll, I'll get yeah. all this in there. Okay. <laughs> it's going to add like six years to the development, but I'll, okay. I'll get it done. All right, ASAP all right. would be nice though. Happy, happy to do. It. <laughs> good, good. That's it. Before we exit out the show, you guys do something awesome on Beyond called memory cards, and someone, someone in the community, are like, "We'd like a memory card for you, Jonathan. What is Ooh. your PlayStation?" memory what, what's something that strikes you i know this is very in the moment yeah because i um, just read it on discord <laughs> so i can use one that i was actually going to say on an episode recently and, and we just Sorry. ran out of time so I, it's just top of mind for me but i have plenty um so you know stop me when it makes sense to but i think uh, a funny playstation memory for me is actually getting the vita for the first time um okay. i was going to nyu at the time so i was living in new york city uh, the Vita came out my birthday week, and uh, I think it was either launch day or my my birthday, so a couple days after. And I hadn't pre-ordered one. I was like, man, I really wanted one of these things, but I was being frugal, I thought. And I was like, I'm not going to pre-order. And all my friends were like, no, you want this thing at your birthday. Like, just go celebrate. Go get it. You have like you have Treat the money yourself. from your job. Go, Yeah, exactly. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. 
but where should I go to do it? And I was like, well, I'm in, I'm in New York city. There's a play, a Sony flagship store in midtown Manhattan. I was like, let me go there. I know they do like big PlayStation things. Maybe they'll have stock cause they're the big store. So I, at like 8 p.m. at night, it's obviously like dark. I think it was a snowy February night. I took the subway up in like 20 degree weather and, you know, rushed into the PlayStation store. They had, I remember they had very, very heavy doors. So it was almost like a from soft, like pushed the doors open from the cold. And you had like, your eye frames and everything. Exactly. And I just, yeah. I pushed them open and I'm like, Vita, where is it? And so I, I'm this like little, you know, college kid in in a room full of adults actually buying things and whatnot and i'm like do you guys have a i know you're probably sold out but like do you have a do you have a playstation vita like any of them i'll take whatever model you have and he's like yeah we have like 50 and they just had like a big stock still which like at the time i probably should have realized didn't mean the greatest things yeah but um, that should have been an omen exactly but i was like oh my goodness yes and so i bought the vita that night um, you know, bought a couple games digitally and, and a couple carts physically and, and really loved that system over its life. Like I, I know it's easy to joke on PlayStation's mm. portable stuff, but I, I really did love the Vita. And so getting that moment, like having that, that like birthday celebration with it began a very long Vita life cycle for me. And I think even more than getting the PS3 or the PS4, I think like getting the Vita really made me care about like a PlayStation ecosystem. Cause it was, it was connected to my PS3 yeah. and my PS4 mm-hmm. and there was cross cross play and cross save before that was a thing. This generation, like it was, yeah. it was a big deal. And, and so I, I really like it. I think it set me kind of on the path to be here talking about these things today. Yeah. I got, I got my Vita a week early cause it was from Japan, but like the assistant manager at GameStop had it. He was a very shady dude. And he literally right as I was about to buy it for, well, I actually think it was like, a little bit cheaper than actually like getting the Vita here. Um, he's just like, just so let you know, um, I opened it. I'm like, why did you open it? He's like, well, because they screwed up where the, the X and the circle button are. <laughs> and he's just like, so I had to change it. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Uh, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> All right, bud. And, uh, and, and that's how I got that. I got uncharted. Uh, and then shortly after gravity rush, which, did not age so well, good. but was great at the time. So good at the time. Yeah. So good at I, the time. I miss my OLED Vita so much. So oh, yeah. much. God, good memories. But it's dead and we have to lay it. We have to lay it to rest. I'm playing Persona 4 Golden right now. Dead. Yeah. It's just done. <laughs> if PSVR has to live, I guess. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, don't. It hurts. <laughs> That said, this has been a fantastic episode of the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast. I want to thank you, Jonathan, so much for coming on. This was fantastic, man. The, the hour just blew by. Thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you, you so much, much for having me. It was a blast. Yeah. Felt so much fun. Had 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 an absolute great time. Thank you. Thank you so much. So what would be something you'd like to you know shine a spotlight on before you head on out of here? Probably the film spotlight. Uh, number one. Great movie. Um, it actually, yeah, it actually was a very good movie. Um, but uh, in terms of work, I think a thing that I would point people to other than Take Your Time is uh, a series I've done a few of now, especially for the PlayStation audience. If you haven't seen them, uh, please check out uh, the Art of the Level series that I've done on IGN. We have, we have various ones, but the three I've done have been uh, so far, behind-the-scenes, PlayStation-focused ones. So we did one on Ghost of Tsushima's Tsushima, excuse me, uh, opening credit sequence. 
the Last of Us 2 Rat King fight and Uncharted 4's uh, big chase sequence in, in the middle nice. of it in King's Bay. And, you know, for the two Naughty Dog ones, we spoke with Naughty Dog devs. For Ghost, we, we spoke with Sucker Punch devs. And they are, they were really generous with their time and their behind-the-scenes stories. You know, I was saying earlier, like, for for an industry where things can be very buttoned up, they were they were so open about the process and like when things didn't work and how things did work when they came together and, and sort of the team effort that these things are and, yeah. and how many dozens and hundreds of people can touch a thing to make it happen. Um, they're really cool. I'm really proud of them. Pat Coughlin, our, our video editor, he edited all three and he is just a master video editor. Uh, I think they're just... Re- I, as much as I hate listening to my voice for 20 more minutes, it's really entertaining still for me to watch because I think he just did such a killer edit with all of them. So if you haven't seen those, go check them out. I think they're really great, especially for PlayStation fans. Real talk. They're my favorite pieces of content that that you guys do on IGN. Thank you so much. That ghost Osushima intro. I've watched at least three times. (laughs) It's just, it's so magical. And those devs are just so goddamn talented that game is so perfect it just loved it so go 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 check out behind the level man it's so good kyle anything you'd like to spotlight sir as always i'd like to spotlight myself mr ksep on twitter and psn and everywhere else if you want to catch all the indie game coverage that we do over at 61 indie go check out 61 indie.com that's s-i-x-o-n-e-i-n-d-i-e on april 20th uh we were going we were hoping for uh, PAX East to approve our panel. We were going to do a mini e- indie showcase. We had a bunch of indie devs show us some trailers. We were going to do it at PAX East. We didn't get the panel, but we're doing it anyway, a video version. Yes. So uh, it'll be up on our YouTube on April 20th. So please go check that out. We got, I think, 15 or so indie devs. That's awesome. And some Amazing. games and stuff we're going to check out. So it's going to be awesome. Yeah. So it's so cool. It's so cool. I've, I have not seen, you know, indie outlet such as yourself like do something like that it's so it, yeah it's we're, so we're, ambitious it's awesome we're super inspired by like the mix yeah. and wholesome games and obviously kind of funny game showcase um yeah it's gonna be awesome yeah and you can find me and all the tweets i make over at mr Badbit. you can find the trophy room over at ps trophy room on twitter we also have a little bit of a breakdown on youtube at ps trophy room just look at the trophy room. it's not really the url just go to the trophy room show we're there you'll just click the link trust me i don't want to say url it's embarrassing but we have a nice little breakdown of the playstation tiers if you want to hear more of that and more of my thoughts on that um and you can find the show wherever you find your podcast service of choice whether that's apple Podcasts, whether that's spotify rate us five stars do all those things it really does help us out it grows this show it grows this big beautiful family that we call home here over on the trophy room so with all that said and with all that out of the way everybody keep your wits about you keep hunting and keep playing playstation see you guys love you beyond beyond